This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion. If the antics of the circus have given you the desire to roll some dice of your own, head to tabletopdominion.com and use the code DESIRE10. His master's not survived To take his riches we connive We find a treasure chest But what is for the best To the town he must attest Should we take the diamonds and gold? It's very tempting, truth be told For the moment I'll surely keep hold And let the town decide the fate of Amrath We search the hole but nothing of some value is located at least the heinous crimes of the unlawed are now truncated. What will the townsfolk now decide? We'll have to wait and see in dice and desire. Uh, you finally, finally, frog march, uh, dude, through the uh, back through the house, out through the the, the, the front. All the way back into uh, back into the rest of the town. Uh, where are you taking him, Pob? Pob? Yeah. So the what was the end called? I can't even remember what the end called was now. It was the White Heart Inn. I've just popped you back onto the map of the town. Uh, it was the White Heart Inn. So you walk. He he makes no sort of uh, motion really to to leave. You know he's 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 a beaten man. He he realizes that the reality is that that the five of you will. Do very little. Uh, sorry, we'll, we'll, he wouldn't be able to get away from you realistically, especially if he was already chased down by Krill earlier. Um, so you take him all the way back down to the pub, and as, as you get there, it's quite late now. You walk back into the into the bar, um, and uh, the barman is the only person left there, sort of tidying up, cleaning up. Everyone else that was staying at the inn um, has gone to their rooms. There's no one else there. He's just he's just cleaning up as you walk back in he sort of gives you a bit of a sort of second look and sort of he's confused by the fact that you you're not in your rooms i think the last conversation you had with him was about you know going to bed and stuff like that i I don't think that he you know he was very much of the view that you should not be stepping outside uh at night time um as you walk as as he first couple of you walk through though then i assume that that um, Amrath is probably in the middle of you, so you've got him surrounded. Amrath comes in, say third or fourth, and he sort of sees sees him walk in and just, oh, uh, oh, I, I, why are you here? But sorry, what's going on? Can't remember if that's his accent, but it's something like that. Um, this is this is mighty confusing. What, what, why is why is he here? Because we've been up to the uh, the 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 hold and um, we had ourselves we ended up getting into a little bit of trouble and we firmly believe that this man 
this supposed protector and leader of your town has not been acting in the best interests of the people, but has been acting solely in the best interests of the ruling class. We don't feel he's a fit leader. We've removed the ruling class, but it's not our position. It's not our place to decide this man's fate. We think the people should have the power. Well, well, firstly, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned that you've you've gone out there. I, I, I told you not to go out into the into the night. It's it was dangerous, but I'm, I'm, I won't lie. I'm pleased to see you coming back. But what what do you mean by you've got rid of the ruling class? You know the lords, right? Killed them, didn't we? Shit them. You you killed them. Yeah, that you're certain they're gone. Pretty certain, yeah. Didn't we burn the bodies? No, no, you didn't. Uh, Two of them probably should have. No, I mean like actually right. disposed of the bodies by fire. He he looks to Amrath, who you know he's not had much respect for in in the, the time they've lived in the sound. And you, is, is this true? You've you are you are you with them willingly? What, what I mean, you don't. You look somewhat singed, but are you? What's is is what they say true? Are the lords are the lords dead? Amrath just looks him dead in the eye and just nods, just sort of defeatedly. Insight check. Do we do we believe that he believes they're dead? Uh, yeah, go for it. So you do insight on the on the barman. No insight on Amrath. That he oh, on, on, whether on he's Amrath. genuinely. Yeah, I've rolled a ten, so it's not great. But um, I'm just trying to. We, yeah, yeah, you, you sort of, yeah, you you can't really, you you think that he thinks he's, or you you think that he's, quote unquote, telling the truth. I guess, like, you, you, beyond that, you know, whether or not that's, whether or not he actually believes it is, is another matter. But you certainly don't think that he's bullshitting, per se. Um, uh, Gilly the barman is just like, bloody hell! I, I I never thought this day would come. This is this is this is one for the this is one for the memory banks, right? I I, I, I guess <laughs> one for the memory banks is the, yeah. It's, it's, a phrase, it's a phrase I use from time to time. Um, well, uh, I, I guess I, I owe you at the very least a drink, and he starts he starts pouring out some. He starts grabbing just a bottle of of, of whiskey from behind the bar and just pours out. Uh, Hold on, fire. he only had beer and mead before. What's going on? Where's this whiskey turned up from? Well, he, occasions. Yeah, yeah okay, special fair. occasions. He, um, he just found it. He found it. It's a personal stash. Before we um, start, before we start drinking, what we're doing about this lad? Is that Dweezil saying that, or is that you saying that? That's me, Dweezil saying it. Uh, I mean, I could, I could. If you're worried about him running, although he's not going to run you away. Know, he's, he's, thinking... he, he's lot. He's lost a lot of respect, and the fact that if, if he's not being backed up by the Lords, then I don't think he's he's going to cause us any damage. But if you want, I can lock him in cellar. It's up to you. I don't mind. He's, he's your business now. Yeah. Oh. He's not my business. He's, he's certainly the villagers town, uh, villager's business. We're certainly going to have to have a conversation with him about, about some of the atrocities that he's been... Involved in over the years, but uh, I guess that's something that doesn't concern you guys. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'll uh, I'll lock him in cellar, and we don't really have a, a, a guards guardsman per, per se, so I'll just lock him up and just 
Oh, see if I can get some of the rest of the residents to decide what we do with the what we do with them in the morning. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And he and he he sort of, you know, uh, Gilly's, you know, he's not by any means a, a big muscular broad guy who's going to just strong arm this guy downstairs. So he sort of just sort of indicates to you to if you can give him, you know, bring him down or you know make sure that he, he doesn't run while he tries to get him down there and. I'll, he leaves. Yeah, I'll just pick him up and carry him down. Well, he could have just could have just nudged him, but okay. Um, sorry, you, I, you... sorry, I kick him down the stairs into the cellar. <laughs> you, yeah, he he, he uh, Gilly t- takes you through a couple of doors and leads you down to the cellar. Um, and dusty, dank in here, not very nice. Um, uh, he motions for you to plonk him down on the side. There's no there's no windows or anything out out of uh, here. I imagine there must be some kind of pillar or some sort of support that I can tie yeah. into. Yeah, so you do that. I don't know if you've got any rope or anything, but... Um, yeah, the... I've got hemp 50 foot rope. Okay, right, you use whatever you... What would we, what would we need to tie him up? The whole lot? 20 foot? 10 foot? Any rope's easy to come by. I'll just make sure he's proper secure. Okay. The whole lot. So you, you tie him up to it's the... Comical uh... amount of rope he's now wrapped in. Yeah, just con- con- he's, he's just like... He's literally just like an entirely roped monster now. Um, you tie him oh, up to the, to, to the beam. The yep, nice. And he, Gilly leads you back upstairs, um, not before locking the door behind him. And uh, yeah, he takes you upstairs and he carries on pouring out the whiskey or finishes pouring out the whiskey and uh, gives you a, raises one, uh, raises a sixth glass to you and just thank you guys for, for what you've done here. It's just, you know this this town has been has been absolutely just torn apart by those lords over decades, and uh, if if it's if what you say is true, then we can move forward and bring some bring some trade back here. This used to be a, a an absolutely bustling village for for, for the hunt, and uh, we just haven't we haven't seen that because the the rumours got out about what the lords like to do with with people that were here. So thank you very much for 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 what you've done. It's fantastic, and uh, yeah. So he just uh, toasts you and uh, lets you finish your night. What do you want to do? Uh, let's have a, a chat as a group. Um, how much money's in the kitty at the minute? Loads, loads. It's probably about what a few grand. Twelve, twelve hundred. Right. Is there anything we could invest in? Is there anything we need? We're going to get anything here. I mean, I know we've talked about getting a cart. No, but, but I, don't, I don't mean I don't necessarily mean from here. I mean, should our next port call be a city where we could buy some of? Well, perhaps we should just wait until we come across whatever the magical place is called again. I can't remember the name. Of yeah, dude. I mean, even um, even the then, seller. Yeah, even yes. then, we we we're, we're well short of like of super magic items. Um. You know the the good stuff was four four five thousand gold pieces. I think, um, I think we need to amass a lot more gold. Yeah, I mean, we don't need anything. We're all we're all about as kind of peak as we can be in terms of gear. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I would right. like to make a request, my friends. Go on. It is a, a request on uh, on the etiquette of battle. Um, as you know, when I lose my temper and a rage comes over me, I, 
It doesn't doesn't happen often. No, well, it doesn't happen often because I don't wish to uh, smite you all with the fury of the desert power that flows through me and cause you damage. I would just like to ask when in battle, perhaps if uh, we could spread out less, I could move to one side and flank our enemies, uh, entering my my red red rage as i sometimes call it or as i'm calling it for the first time <laughs> he gets a, he gets a little lipstick <laughs> um then i can you know uh get up my storm aura without uh, worry of hurting my friends and then you could perhaps be a little bit more confined in space it's just something i've been thinking about anyway the i've prob- said it now the, the, so if i the problem I, we have quinch with you giving battle directions, is you're far too inconsistent in battle to follow your instruction. Uh, sorry, what was your kill count today, Krill? Today, none. <laughs> Overall, more than yours. Recently, we were we uh, we counted. Um, it wasn't on air, but we we counted. What do you mean on air? Correct. Um, and on Galacticus or whatever it's called. Yeah, the, the voice, the voice, that, <laughs> the voice that simultaneously exists in all our heads informed us that I have killed more than you. Uh, if you view it as a competition, that's great for you, buddy. It's 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 worth. I do. Not 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 to shit on uh, Quinch's speech though. Um, it is worth noting that he was the one actually that's that moved into the battle and stood near yeah, his. It was yeah. It, it, his his friends, yeah. like Dweezil Dewey, and Davov were was sort of stood stood in the, pretty much the same spot the entire time uh, until near the end, and it was it was actually Quinch that was like, oh, don't get too close to me whilst getting too close to them. So I don't, I, I'm just I'm just I'm just spitballing stuff. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just yeah, saying things. Uh, yeah, it was noted. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's great. No, great. Don't worry. No, I don't. No, no, fucking don't worry about. It. I'll rage to my heart's content next time. Then don't worry about. It. Can I just have a while we're. Um... While we're in and we're talking about, it, can I just talk about battle etiquette? Um, just say if me if me and Daboff are standing on the table in the middle of the room and and you want some space, you move into some space. I think you'll find there wasn't much space. The enemies came to you, as you so thankfully pointed out just then. You were stood in the middle of the room, <laughs> drawing all of the enemies to you. Okay, okay. I feel like I feel me. like everyone just needs to go to bed and have a little sleep. You're all a bit cranky. Ah, fuck <laughs> it. Quinch enters a rage. And what's our plan? What, what's our plan for the morning? Uh, I've st- I've got like new daily preparations that I do. I'm trying to hone my football skills, um, and because I don't have a ball, what I'm doing is I'm kind of holding my bag of holding and then kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how thick are the walls of the bag holding, Nate? Paper thin. Yeah, paper thin. Yeah, it's it's just basically like um that that brown paper stuff that you use to wrap <laughs> presents up and stuff, gifts. Uh, right, cool. A port porcelain is famously but, blunt, so that'll be. That'll but be real, realistically, what are we doing once we wake in the morning? Uh, moving to the house. Um, or. Just moving, those. moving, carrying on east to the next stop on our. I don't know where that. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, Nate, could you Probably. bring up the world map? A minute? Yeah, is but I, right? I, I would, I would argue, Krull, and this is just me as a human being. 
I would argue if you don't have notes, that's where it becomes a little bit difficult to remember stuff that's going on. Uh, that's just that's just that's just that's just me though. Spit, again, spitballing. Like this is just I'm not attacking any you of my. You players. may have noticed, but I don't create characters that would create notes. Oh, it's what his character would do. Yeah, yeah. Ah, um, so you were so you're at Nona's hold. Yeah. The next the next place that you would theoretically be uh, heading to is um, Everland. Yeah. Which was to um, see Nathaniel Day Lewis. Ah, uh, yes. On behalf of Darathra, basically to find out why why she wasn't warned or why you you weren't warned uh, about potential giant attacks. Yeah. Main quest. That's where the Harpers are. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why do I have a note next to? De- I've asked this before, but why do I have a note next to Nathaniel D. Lewis saying hand badge? What what badge am I hand to them? The Harper's badge. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Right, okay. So, uh, you what are you doing then? You're heading. Uh, well, you heading, heading are you heading? Uh, to well, hold on. Yeah, heading heading to bed. Flick of the cube. Little rest. Okay. Or, well, not you, I think rest, you long rest. I think you might have done the cube today, so we'll do it in the morning. Um, oh no, you probably wouldn't have. You would. Not sure if you would have. So let's Don't just do remember. it in the morning, just to be just yeah. to be safe. I think he would have done it in the morning when we're at um, whatever calling horns. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So are you? Uh, you're looking. You're not looking to get up up, up and early. You're happy to try and stay yeah. in a, stay oh, in bed yeah. a little bit later to get I'm your long rest. Lying. Yeah. Role play some right. breakfast. Right, we're not rolling <laughs> playing. We're not role playing any breakfast today. So lying, have a little tug. You know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you nearly saw an or- orgy earlier, so you probably hopped up on that. Oh, Quinch is blue balling, and more so than <laughs> usual. Um, you go to bed. You um, yeah, you ponder on the shit that you saw today, and and maybe wonder about what how this how this village will evolve over the coming years. Now that their 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 cruel masters are dead, you um, manage to sleep in sufficiently long enough to get yourself a long rest, so feel free to do what you need to do on that front mechanically. Uh, you get up the next morning, you, you can already see as you get up without without role-playing too much, as you get, walk through the inn, you actually see some residents who are already in the White Heart Inn talking very sort of like um, hushedly to, uh, to, to, to Gilly. Who's clearly called in a couple of favours or called in a couple of people to to start talking about what they they're planning to do um, to 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 go up to Amrath. You have your breakfast. You you do your pleasantries and you decide that it's time to to move on back out. You head you head to the to the barn. Uh, collect collect the horses. I think Sebastian was with you. I don't think you put Sebastian in the barn, did you? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? He just appears and disappears however you need. He's in the bag of holding them. <laughs> Can yeah. I have a quick, quick little flick? Oh yeah. Okay. Anybody else got any mechanical stuff they need to do? Vin. Not Vin. Um, yeah, I could do a training session, I suppose. Okay. Uh, did I? I don't think I made you roll for those. Though that was just something you yeah, did with him. So. Uh, yeah. Go for it then, MJ. Slighties. Uh, yeah, slight of hand. Eleven. Um, just clear up a bit of admin work as well. Mike, do you want the goggles? 
Because it's going to be me uh, or you that gets the most use yeah. of it. And I can always I'll... put a light on the front of Smog, so that's fine. Yeah, I'll grab them then. Yeah. You you can nice. always, um, you can always depending on the circumstances, you will always hand them off if one of you yes, wants to go in somewhere. With it. Yeah. But if you want to put them in your infantry, I don't, then go I for it. I don't think. Nice one. I don't think they have attunement, do they? Uh, no, they don't. So it doesn't matter. So you can just pop them, pop them on, or take them off. However you see fit. Uh, okay, so you, uh, Quinch, sorry, you tinker around with the cube of many colours, um, and yeah, you do, you do all right actually, and it just sort of uh, looks a little better. Some of the colours are matching up, and you sort of you're, you're fairly positive with it. Uh, right, so that's that. Vin gets an extra jiggery pokery on his as well. Uh, he is up to nine of his lessons. Okay. Right then, uh, you set off and, uh, yeah, you set off, grab your horses and uh, head back north, uh, back on the, I think it's called, I think it's called like the Dead Horse, the Dead Horse Road or something like that. Which was reassuring. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Terrible name for it really, isn't it? Um, right, yeah. So you head back north on Dead Horse Road. And uh, eventually, uh, after a few hours, you see the uh, the Evermore Way, <clears throat> which is the main road that you've been following thus far to, to, to get here. Um, you head east, uh, sort of northeast, and uh, yeah, you start you start travelling. Uh, returning to the Evermore Way, uh, you set off towards Everland. Um, while the road you travel stays pretty the samey and and uh, in, in good condition, it's good good uh, good travelling on this road. The further you start travelling into it, after the, after a few hours, you start getting a little bit more. It starts feeling a little bit more imposing, just from the from either side. Um, to the to the south of you, the 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 high forest starts enclosing in on you. Starts getting closer and closer and closer to the road. Um, but similarly, the the Evermores to the north of you also start sort of you you start seeing more and more of that sort of terrain coming in close. And, and whilst it, it seems unthinkable that there's this that there would be a wall of it, it, it seems misty, foggy, like it, it, it's just starting to enclose on you. Even though you can't see, see a beginning to it, you can just sort of feel that it's 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 becoming more and more imposing towards you on, on, on the north side. So these two things are starting to pinch in on you. You, you. As you keep traveling, you get to the end of the first day and you're just on the sort of the, the cusp of, of where these two are really starting to, as close as they possibly would come, you get to about there on the map. And you can, and it almost feels like you're just entering this sort of weird tunnel where there's these huge trees to the to the to the south of you, and this sort of foggy, boggy area to to, to the north of you. It's, as I say, it feels very much almost almost tunnel esque, um, and you, you're concerned about what, what faces you as you as you travel on. You uh, you camp now. Just talk to me a little bit about camping for a second. How what is the what's when you when you go to, to, to sleep at night and you camp? Let's paint a picture for the listeners. Are we? I think I talked about this off air once. Are we? Are we? Are we tent boys or are we under the stars boys? Under the stars, we're not off. Tents. Yeah, I think under the stars, kind of boys. Mm. Unless it's raining, yeah. And then if it's raining, have you actually? Shoot. Have you actually got? Have you actually got tents and stuff like that? I can't. I can't remember if you've actually got that. Otherwise, are you just looking for natural, natural shelter. We have bedrolls. We don't have tents. Got my just... wings. If anyone's got a couple of poles. Okay. Why not? Why... Against the tree for me. Why wouldn't you? Um, 
so yeah, you get to you get to about a day from from leaving um, Nona's hold, and uh, you you camp out not too far from, like I say, where this pinch point starts to happen. Um, you 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 camp off to the side of the road. Um, you head where, where would you likely head? Would you likely head north or south? Would you likely head more towards the moors or toward, towards the forest? I would say the forest, but yeah, okay. So you head you head a little south, getting away from the road, so you you know no one's going to be disturbing you. You're not going to literally be sleeping as carts go past. Um, you get closer and closer to the forest, and it just becomes very very imposing. These giant, huge, thick trees and canopies over you. Um, eventually, you get you get close enough to them without wanting to go inside. And uh, yeah, you 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 hunker down for the night. Um, nothing happens. You just sort of you hear a few creaks and noises, animal noises coming from inside the forest. Nothing that gets too close to you by any means, but just you know maybe just disturbs your sleep a little bit, but nothing too 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 worrisome. Uh, you get up next morning, set on off. Um, after about half a day's or so ride, again this is still starting to come in and, and get closer and closer to you either side. Um, as you're traveling, um, can you all roll me a perception, please? Seven. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. Yeah. Three. Oh, that's enough. We'll just we'll just go with Krill. Krill's, Krill's the what what would, what would be your um what would be your travel order? What how would you be would you be riding this this road is probably big enough for about one cart or maybe three three horses uh, theoretically to, to to be getting along sort of side by side. So would you be going like one by one or three and two or how how would you how do you guys see yourself riding? Quinch is a natural uh, backstraddler. He's grown. Um, grown used <laughs> to finding comfort in watching the muscular buttocks of Dweezil as they uh, gently massage against the back of the horse. Um, it's somewhat of a rhythmic and almost hypnotic, peaceful sight for Quinch. Um, Krill wants Krill is no matter what behind Quinch just to avoid this. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a flying tea. <laughs> 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 so so three at the front quinch and then krill right at the back then okay yeah um so despite krill being at the back he he his his phenomenal um <laughs> eyesight is has managed to see this before any of you um some way off in the distance as as i say these uh, these two things start getting close um krill perhaps the rest of you are uh, lost in conversation maybe he's just the one who's the most alert but he he notices um a figure um up ahead on the road, uh, probably at this point about 150 foot away, something like 100, 150 foot away. Uh, what would you like to do, Krill? Do you let the rest of the group know, or do you just keep it to yourself? How do you, how do you play this? Um, I do what I think would be the most tactical thing. Um, and I say, Quinch, move out the way. Um, as I sort of push my horse forward, to get closer to to Dweezil and go and bring Dweezil's attention to it um, and ask for his advice. Dweezil, there's look look over in that direction. Is that is that suspicious to you? What what can Dweezil see now that it's been pointed out to him? Um, yeah, you roll me a perception as well. Oh, you got a seven, didn't you? Yeah. Um, let's not re-roll really that. Um, you you can see um what appears to be. Um. Yeah. Uh, 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 
a humanoid man. You can't see much in, in terms of details at this point, but hu- humanoid from here, um, sitting atop uh, horseback. Hmm. It's, it's, it's not unusual to see travellers on the road, Krill. We should just continue as we are, approach and, and, and hail when we get close enough. Okay. So is that what you're going to do then as a group? Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, It'll nothing be... nothing scary here. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so you, you, you do that. You start, you start riding up and getting closer and closer. Um, and actually... As you're getting closer, before you get a chance to uh, to to say anything, you you notice that he uh, starts to sort of make his way, sort of starts. You can see the horse sort of gently start trotting in your direction, and you you get the sense that probably this this individual has, has, has seen you. As you get probably about fifty or so feet away, he just sort of calls out to you and goes. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing on this fine day? I told you it was strange looking. You, you see, um, as you as you've got this this close now, you can see it's yeah, it's it's, it's a guy sat on a horse. Um, he looks probably about forty years old, humanoid, uh, human. Sorry. Um, he is dressed in. Um, not, I wouldn't call it official garb. Um, I wouldn't call it like war garb either. He's, he's just got sort of like quite a formal, formal look to him. Um, but, but, but not sort of like nobility or soldier or anything like that. He's just sort of very, very prim, prim and pop, yeah. proper. Um, <clears throat> what, what hails you there, young sir? Where, where do you venture from? <laughs> where do I venture from? I venture from anywhere and everywhere, my fine friend. My fine friend, as I say, I mean, looking at you, look at what a beautiful group of merry travellers you are. Where, where, where are you headed then? Uh, we're, we're heading up towards Everlude and or Everland or whatever it's called. Um, yes, that direction. I guess that's where you've just come from, considering you're coming down this road. Oh no! I, I tell you, I've not I've not been to Everland today. No, 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 no. I have been there quite a few times. It is a it is a lovely part of the world, if I do say so myself. No, it is it's beautiful there. I'm sure you you will have a fantastic day. I'm sure you you'll, you'll have a great. I mean, you'll probably what a couple of days ride from there. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll you'll be fine in this weather. Well, I say in this fine weather, it, it does. There is that undeniable crackle of a storm in the air, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, but yeah, so uh, my my name is uh, we are well met. My name is Larry. Uh, can I can I get your names first and foremost? Well, good afternoon, Larry. Well, I'm here. I'm, I'm Gregamel, and uh, here we have Davoff, Dweezel, Quinch, and Krill. Why was oh, I last? Because you're the last in the line. <laughs> I I moved up actually. I'm a, I've been ahead of Quinch for a little while. Well, you've been behind me this whole time, so therefore you were the last to be mentioned. <laughs> anyway, you can call us collectively as the circus. We're kind oh, of the famous s- around these parts. I tell you, I do love a circus. Do you do any tricks? Yes, it's called the Disappearing Man. Would you like us to show you? Oh, <laughs> that is a good sense of humour that you've got there, sir. And he starts—he's he's slowly just trotting towards you again. He's just like not not you we, know not we, riding. We, he's just—we should establish some tricks that we actually can do when we present ourselves as the circus. Well, we got we got the backflip. 
Dabble do a backflip. Quill can talk to animals. Um, I, yeah. Oh, excuse me. I, I'm referring. I'm. I'm addressing his horse. Excuse me. Hello. Hmm. Hello. T- tell me something that only you would know as his horse, and I will relay it to him and amaze him with our act. Oh, he's very, very kind. Oh, um, what, what was the last thing he fed you? Apple. Uh, I speak back to Larry. Uh, I know that you've recently fed your horse an apple. Oh my goodness, that is one hell of a trick. I I find that absolutely. <laughs> I did actually feed him an apple. It was only half an hour ago, if if it were a day, and it was. He looked like he loved it as well. He, this he is a fine. He did love it. He oh, did. that is that is truly great news because I do love this horse. He's a beautiful, beautiful specimen of a and horse. And he says that you are very kind. Well, that is great news to me. I can I can assure you that I am very pleased to find out that my horse is is happy to to to, to be ridden by me and owned by me. I look after him as as you know as best I can. What's your lovely horse called? Uh, he is called Cecil. Uh, Larry, Larry, would you like would you like to see the little one do a backflip? Oh, that is what the the the. Uh, he looks over. and He says, uh, "What the uh, the weasel does a backflip?" I can tell you, I've not seen a weasel do a backflip. The weasel, in... the weasel doesn't. The weasel can try and do a backflip. Dweezel, Dweezel, try and do a backflip for the man. Dweezel, um doesn't even acknowledge anything that Krill's saying to him. He's, <laughs> Dweezil's just eyeballing Larry because I'm not convinced. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, yeah, are you doing anything? Are you are you trying to intimidate him or are you just no, keeping just, your eye? I'm just looking at him. I'm, 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 I suppose I'm, fuck I'm, out of him. I'm trying to get insight, I suppose. I just, like, anyone who's out by themselves... It, it, this place felt a bit on top, like the closing in of the woods and everything. It, 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 it's a, it's, it'd be dangerous to be out here by yourself. Okay. Right. Uh, are you doing anything mechanically? Um, I, I mean, no. I mean, no. Mechanically, yeah. no. I mean, in, yeah, I'm, I'm fuming that Gregor Mal gave him our real names. Um, Didn't even give Derek for Dabov. No. no. Um, I'm absolutely like dumbfounded that Krill and Gregamel are just pandering. Just Well, I feel like you're you're too suspicious of everyone. Not everyone in the world's gonna be an asshole, are they? We'll see. Um Yeah, f- I mean fair fair point from Greg Mel, I guess. You know, some sometimes sometimes people are fine and fun and friendly. Um right. So he just says, anyway, gentlemen, this has been a wonderful little talk. This has been a lovely talk. Um, just a little bit of business. Uh, that'll be 100 gold pieces, please. Um, yes, that's fine. We're knocking off the 200 that you owe us. So uh, 100 gold pieces, please. <laughs> I am so- I am sorry. And he puts his, his finger in his ear and he just does a little emphasis, like a really comically over um, overacted like wiggle of the ear. He goes, the old earring is is playing up. Did you say I owe you money? Yes, yes. You owe us a hundred gold pieces for the use of the road. No, 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 no. I think you'll find. I think you'll find that this is our road, uh, and you are about to head on through to uh, Everland. 
and uh, yeah, this is the this is the Ever Forest Toll, uh, twenty gold pieces each. In fact, you know what? I could just spot, and he looks around. I can see that you've got yourselves a little goat there. Now, I love goats. Goats are wonderful creatures, and uh, anyone who's kind to animals, as you seem to be, as you know, as you can tell, I've got a lovely relationship with my horse. Uh, the fact that you've got a lovely relationship with animals, I'm willing to knock that down to 95. That is the best I can do today, though. 95, and we'll call it a day. Uh, you know what? That, that's very kind of you, car sleep. <laughs> uh, are you casting sleep? Yeah. Okay, go for it. How did I only get 14 from 5d8? Amazing. Um, I am going to use my, well, whatever the hell it's called. Hold on, to reroll uh, well, those. First, first, first of all, can I have a d20 from you? Uh, yes. 14. Is it? 16, sorry. 16. 16, okay. So, no, still no wild magic. Um, yeah, I'm going to use the imbued spell again to reroll up to four of those dice. Um, 23. 23. Uh, and you're casting it. Where? On him, please. <laughs> On him. It's an area attack, though, isn't it? Um, it's three targets, I believe. I will double check that. So um, you're casting on him and the horse, or just him? Cast this uh, creatures. It's number. So yeah, it is an area. Sorry, it's a twenty foot area. So it'd be him and his horse, and it starts with the person with the highest hit points and works their way down. It starts so, with the person with the highest or the lowest? Highest. The highest. Okay, so you cast, uh, and how many was it? Uh, 23. 23. So you cast uh, this spell, and uh, he, uh, the area sort of uh, imbues itself with this magic. And uh, as it happens, Larry just looks at you and goes, oh, Now, I don't know which one of you that was, but that was very unkind. I have tried to do my best today. I have tried to let you through what, for what I believe is quite a reasonable price. But it feels like one of you has taken hostility towards me. And I do not take kindly to that. I do not at all, especially as that could have hurt poor Cecil. Now, while we've been talking, ladies and gentlemen... Bring, you, bring your mates out. <laughs> while you've been talking, ladies and gentlemen, my friends have been surrounding you. Mm-hmm. And it's at this time I'd like you to introduce... Uh, I'd like to introduce you to my friends. And as he does that, he pulls down... He pulls down on top of his head. You hadn't sort of really seen it. There was this, like this flat thing on top of his head. Not a hat, but just something. Like As he pulls it down, um, you can see that it's um, like it's a mask and it's animalistic. Um, who's Who would be front? Uh, me and Krill. Me and Krill. Krill and Dabov, can you... Uh, sorry, Krill and Dweezil, can you roll me a perception, please? Uh, 18. 18. Uh, as he pulls this down, you notice that um, this... Uh, this this mask. Oh well, both of you. Then you both notice that this is a uh, the mask of a llama. <laughs> oh and, uh, fuck! And just he says, "I would like to bring out now my little ones for what I think llama. will be. I think this will be a lovely little scrap." Um, oh my god, we're fighting my little ones! And uh, yeah, just appearing, sort of surrounding all of you, is uh, yeah a, a bunch of. Men riding on horseback. Let me just. Oh, um, there's quite a lot of. So as as you've been talking, uh, as as he uh, uh, says all this, you see 
around you, you see nine men on horseback, essentially surrounding you, um, ready for attack. And uh, they are all they are all wearing uh, animal masks. As you as you look around, you see uh, you see a dragon mask, a unicorn cat mask, a lion mask, two bunnies, a dog, a snowman, inexplicably, <laughs> um, a a dolphin, a penguin, and the aforementioned Larry the llama. Can you please roll for initiative? Thank you so much for listening to Dice and Desire. If you were hello, Quinch, what are you doing here? I thought I'd help out with the promo. No, Quint, no, come on. You're just going to talk about random place names that don't exist. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk to you about my adventures in Valaquanth, the very best that the Tendering Meadows has to offer. God, if you have to be here, at least read this out. Okay, what have we got here? <clears throat> Leave us a review on Apple or Podchaser. Oh, yeah, it was fine. It's pronounced Apple, but that was fine. Now read this bit. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just search Dyson Desire. I'm actually very surprised that was all pronounced correctly. Uh, Thanks, Quinch. Thank you guys for listening. Do exactly as Quinch said and help us out in those various ways. And we look forward to sharing another episode with you very soon. After the loss of his father, Colin must start over at a new school in a new city and make new friends. None of this comes easy to Colin, but he quickly finds a small group of like-minded role-playing friends that accept him for the slightly awkward teenager that he is. At the weekends as Sebastian, he battles to save Callum's reach from the dark, malevolent creatures that inhabit the brood forest as part of their weekly game. During the week, Colin, prone to overthinking everything, must learn to face his own demons as he battles to fit in at Ridge Valley High School. Can Colin put into practice some of the skills that his character is learning and make the same impact at school as Sebastian is in the Brood Forest? Can his weekly game help Colin in more ways than he realises? The only way to find out is to read the book and see if Colin can become the Warlock at Ridge Valley.